what if all goes right? Great book. What if all goes right? And it's just a reframing of every situation. And then, okay, I'm, I'm writing this book. I'm doing this podcast. What if after a year, it's got a million downloads? What if this just blows up my business and, you know, now I can, I'm finding great real estate deals because of this podcast? What if Dean Graciosi or Tony Robbins wants to come on my podcast? What if? What if all goes great? What if all goes great? Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire? then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, I have another wonderful guest. I have with us today, Joel Solomon. Joel is a mindful money expert. He's a money prosperity coach. He's an award-winning TEDx speaker. He's been the manager. He's founded and managed a multi-million dollar hedge fund. And he's also the best-selling author of three books, Infinite Love and Money, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, and mindful money management. And Joel and I have had an opportunity to get to know each other over the last, let's call it 12 months or so, maybe give or take a month there. And I'm super excited about this conversation. Uh, we've had a lot of connection when in terms of uh, financial education, beliefs, all of those things that go along with, with the term of, of thinking about money. So I'm super excited about this conversation. So Joel, welcome to the show. Randy, thanks so much for having me. I am really grateful, and it's a, it's a big honor to be here, so thank you. Yeah, no problem. So start off with just, as I mentioned, we've had about 12 months to kind of get to know each other, but give everybody just a few minutes, a little bit of uh, some feet, uh, some, some color of who you are, where you've been, some of the things that, about Joel there. Well, most importantly, I am the proud dad of two amazing, caring, beautiful, thoughtful daughters, Lauren and Morgan. And actually my company name, Salor Moore, is named after them. So it's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. And uh, they've taught me something really, really important in life. They've taught me unconditional love. And I didn't know about that before I had children there. They were just born yesterday, but they are 19 and 17 now. Lauren's at Syracuse University and just did her a cappella concert last night. And I got to see it streaming live. Morgan, just uh, I'll boast a little bit here. She got a 34 on her ECT. Uh, she's a brilliant girl. Not that Lauren isn't, but she's a brilliant girl. And she's on her and woman on her way to being a doctor. So uh, she's she's in 11th grade and already has a, a couple of white papers under her belt. Uh, she's uh, EMT certified and she's going to be going to California and, and Rutgers this summer uh, as interns in 11th grade. Like it just like blows my mind what she's she's up, up to uh, this coming week. She has uh, her three AP uh, 
uh, tests that she's uh, studying for. So, yeah. So Lorna Morgan, my daughters, that's uh, that's what I'm do- why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, they they have taught me unconditional love in terms of my career. I started my career as an actuary and I've no I know that uh, Randy, you've heard this uh, a few times before, but the, for your listeners, for your viewers, the difference between an actuary and an accountant, some of you may not know that an actuary looks at his feet when he talks to an accountant looks at your feet when they talk to you. <laughs> and, and they say an accountant is an actuary with charisma. But I'm not the typical actuary. I did go through all the exams. I am a fellow of the Society of Actuaries. I can sign life insurance financial statements to this day, but uh, I'm no longer doing that. Uh, I had a dream uh, when I was working at New York Life Insurance Company to be a money manager. I spend my evenings and weekends, believe it or not, analyzing stocks. And so I realized it would be great to align my hobby and career. If you can align your hobby and career, then it's not work. It's fun. It's play. And so I went on a journey to do that. And it did take me 15 years. But hopefully today, I will take my long road for your viewers and make it a shortcut. And they can learn from my experience and and learn the things that made made my road a little bit longer than it could have. And so I, I did become a hedge fund manager. I managed $700 million at City at the peak. Uh, I It was trial by fire. I started managing money in January of 2008. You may remember, Randy, the 2008 was not the best year in the stock market. It was down 40%. Financial companies, the only companies I was invested in were down 57%. And we did manage to make a little bit of money that year. And to be open with you, I might still be at City if a law wasn't passed that said banks can't own hedge funds. That actually got me laid off along with another 40 people in my division who were managing money and they gave me the kick in the butt to start my own fund. So I started my own hedge fund, Solomore Capital in 2012, raised the money in 2013. And, and you know the story, but just a a brief, uh, the brief version is in December, 2015, I went to a personal development course and they had a guest speaker speaking for one hour about stock options. And he basically told people that this is, it's really easy. This is how the rich people get rich. Options are essentially risk-free. And I was sick to my stomach. Out of the 200 people in the room, 50 or 60 ran to the back of the room to sign up for his course. And I knew that only a handful, maybe less, would become rich using options. And see, everyone's an individual. And everyone has their own beliefs about money and about stock options. So I went home that night. I couldn't sleep. It was probably 4.30 in the morning. It hit me. I jumped out of bed. I quickly got dressed. And I realized that if I could ever get up the courage to speak on a stage somewhere, that I could be authentic, tell people the truth about money, not lie to them and be of service. And at 4.30, I jumped out of bed. I was in Manhattan before the sun rose. And I sent an email to my investors telling them I'm giving them their money back. I'm shutting down my fund. 
I figured out my true purpose in life to help people become financially free, to tell, teach them the truth about money. And so now I am, as you said, a prosperity coach, teaching, only teaching. I'm not a financial planner. I'm not a financial advisor. All I do is coach and teach people on, you know, my second book, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, and other aspects of investing and money mindset and manifesting. Which is exactly the, so it's like you had that breaking point, right? Or at that moment when you were at that conference and that gentleman was speaking from the stage and it basically just, it totally pivoted where you were, in the direction you were heading, right? Which has created exactly why we're sitting here today, which is super cool. And that's where I just know this conversation had all the things that you've learned from your past, from actually working in the system and the banking system and all of the things, the hedge fund and that kind of thing, but then learning how to then work towards people's beliefs, manifesting different opportunities, right? That's super cool. And that's, that's probably one of the things that I love the most about the conversations that we have whenever we have a chance to get together for sure. Thank you. Yes, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. I, somebody was asking me, so are you making as much as you did as a hedge fund manager? I said, no, but it's so rewarding because just even just last week, I was thinking, oh, I hadn't gotten a lot of clients coming in last week and I was feeling down a little bit. I really want to help more people. And then came into my email box, this testimonial from this woman that I have been coaching these last few weeks, how her, her revenues have tripled since she started working with me. And, and, and not only that, but her mindset has shifted. She understands uh, where her money's going. And what's, what was most gratifying to me is that she would have arguments with her former husband, her former husband around money. And she said, now the energy has shifted. They're on the same page and it's not an argument anymore. And I'm like, wow, that, that's gratifying that I don't, that's almost priceless. Like you can't put a, a, a price tag on that. hundred percent. I mean, like you just said, it's priceless. It's one of those, that's why we're doing it. Right. That's why we're having this conversation now. That's why we're trying to share as much as we can with as many people as we can. So yeah, that's kudos to you to keep going. Right. Not necessarily doing it for the dollar signs, just doing it to help folks. And that's exactly, that's awesome. Good for you. So let's dive into these questions real quick. Let's help get everybody get to know you even a little bit better. Uh, that yeah. was a great start there, but can you, Describe who's been the biggest influence in your life, Joel. It's a great question. I don't know if there's just one person. Uh, you know, my favorite book is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And that had a massive influence on me back in 2008 and helped me manifest the millions that I did. I, I know for sure. And I read that book. I've read it 28 times since 2008 and I read it twice a year because every time I learn something new uh, I won't say the book's new but I'm new and so I remember just reading it in uh, in January and I was saying wait that sentence was there the other 27 times but it just hit me in a different way because I'm at a different point in my life and so there's so much wisdom in in thinking grow rich and so I highly recommend that book. So Napoleon Hill uh, is, has been a big influence. And then the other person I'll say is Mike Dooley. And I, there are no coincidences, only synchronicities. And in 2016, I was part of a mastermind group. And this woman asked me if I was going to the Playing the Matrix conference. 
what are you talking about? <laughs> and she said, Joel, playing the Matrix is coming to New York. And I was like, so? And she, you don't know Mike Dooley? And I said, uh, no. And she said, well, he's coming. You, you should go. It's, it's going to be an amazing conference. I'm going. You should go. And so I trusted her. She was in my mastermind group. And I, I just, without doing any research on Mike, I went. And I will tell you, because of going to that conference, I overcame my biggest fear in life, public speaking. You know, a few weeks ago, I had a huge accomplishment. I gave my TEDx talk. Uh, which if you had told me when I went to his conference, if I could ever speak on stage and memorize an 11 minute speech and do it with the amount of enthusiasm that I did with the gestures of the eye contact and so on, I would have said, just shoot me. No, I'm not doing that. So Mike got me to join Toastmasters, got really effectively got me up on stage and he he teaches how thoughts become things. He teaches how you create your emotions and your beliefs and how your actions give a really good tell on what those thoughts and beliefs are. So check your actions on a daily basis. I'm a certified infinite possibilities trainer, which he, he wrote a book called infinite possibilities. I'm certified to teach his key concepts from that book. And I infuse it into my prosperity coaching. And I will tell you, I was telling somebody this recently, Almost everything over the last seven years of my life, I traced back somehow to Mike Dooley. And the reason why I got up on the TEDx stage is in the beginning of 2022, three people reached out to me to say, Joel, you, you should really do a TEDx. You have so much wisdom to share. And I'm like, me? And they said, yes. And, and, and all three of them were infinite possibilities trainers, by the way. Two of them gave me the same name of the coaching program I should sign up for, and I did. And that's why the coaching program is uh, by Taylor Conroy. And Taylor has a great uh, process and system that there's no guarantees, but I think it's a very high percentage of the people who sign up for his program actually get up on stage. So, but that's just one thing. I mean, almost everything from traveling to, you know, probably 20 different countries since 2016, uh, all of them somehow related to Mike. And, you know, somebody got me, someone who's a certified infinite possibilities trainer told me about her trip to Egypt, which was my, on my vision board for five years. And so I took the same trip with her mentor two years later. That was because of, I mean, like everything goes back somehow to Mike. So, so Mike has been a huge influence on my life the last seven years. That's fantastic. So those stories, uh, how you can connect the dots backwards, right? You don't necessarily know as you're moving forwards, right? You're stepping in faith, keep moving forward, have a division, right? You mentioned all of those things, but as you look backwards, right, you can connect those dots back to that one individual. And that's, that's super exciting. That's super cool. I appreciate you sharing that story. So, yeah, no, it probably is the same reason why we met. I can trace it back to Mike too, because I, you know, read your book, Think Big, because of somebody in my membership who is also in that book, Phyllis Amen. And, and the reason I started my membership was because Mike suggested to me four years ago, you should do a membership. And then Phyllis joins and then I get the book because of Phyllis and I read the book and you're in it. And then we, then we're here. Crazy. Rest, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's super cool, which that's, 
just even thinking about that, that's that's super exciting. So then on to the second question, as far as what's been your biggest challenge and what have you learned from that, Joel? I think the biggest challenge was definitely getting divorced when my kids were one and a half and three and a half. Uh, it was, you know, it was very difficult. I, maybe you could tell already, I'm, I'm a, um, I love my kids, you know, more than anything. And, uh, to know that I wasn't going to be able to see them on a daily basis was, was heart wrenching at the time. But I also knew that it was best for them to not have parents who were fighting all the time who were not happy i wanted them to have a different uh role models as it were and to see me happier which i am massively now compared to you know the day we divorced in december of 07 so uh yeah it was a very difficult time and what did i learn from it i think is most important which is to let go you can't control your life. I thought most of my life, probably until January of 08 or December of 07, that I could control my life. And you can't. Like, like we're, we're spinning on this orb in the middle of space. And if you think you're controlling your life, you got another thing coming. Right? But even, but we try to control it in the ways we can. And I learned that I needed to give up control. I needed to let go. A great book, by the way, is The Surrender experiment by michael singer he also wrote the untethered soul and a woman recommended that book to me in 2019 which was good timing and i've been letting go every chance i get last four years and so that was one big lesson letting go the other was learning to deal with rejection and in business and in your personal life you're going to have rejection and and the way you handle it is really important in the book the four agreements the first agreement is don't take anything personally maybe hard to not take a divorce personally and you can and and but you can also take responsibility for your life which i recommend doing i take responsibility for all aspects of my life and no matter what happens i say i i created this so i created it and then also so taking responsibility for my life Letting go and learning how to deal with rejection were three main lessons. And it helps me in my business because not everybody signs up for my new fast track prosperity coaching program or my Money Miracles membership. And I got to be okay with that, knowing that I'm on my journey and they're on theirs. And, you know, when, when the, you know, the student is ready, the teacher appears. And so I'm, I'm ready for them when they're ready. But I, I will give this tip to any entrepreneur who's reaching out and trying to get clients to write down on a spreadsheet the numbers 1 to 100 and next to 1 to 99, write no. And next to 100, write yes. And every time you get a no, celebrate. You're one step closer to the yes. And I will tell you personally, raising millions of dollars from my hedge funds, talking to clients all the time, every week, 10 to 15 people every week. I've not ever got 99 no's before I got a yes. So celebrate because you are one step closer. 
In fact, I think I actually the the highest number I got to was seventy one. And I, I was thinking at the time, I will I will tell you. I had started like I teach hashtag doubt the doubt. But when I got to seventy one, I was thinking, ooh, I could actually get to a hundred this time. <laughs> and I didn't. And you didn't, which that's the whole idea, right? Of persistence, keep moving, push through, yeah. belief, faith, right? Knowing that on the other side of that no is another potential for a yes. Super, super powerful story right there. Just those couple of minutes. I appreciate you sharing all that for sure. So let's see if I can't dig another nugget of wisdom out of you. And that's the idea of with everything you've discovered and learned up to this this point in your life, right? If you could go back to your 20-year-old self, so your daughters, right? We're kind of in that time frame. So you kind of get an idea of my kids are also in that age. Can you think of anything that, you know, just one nugget that you wish you would have known then that you've learned now that would have totally changed the trajectory of your, of your life? Can you think of anything? I, I think the main thing is hashtag doubt the doubt. You're going to have doubts come up like I just talked about, right? So, you know, you get to 71 and you like start doubting yourself. But have faith in the dream. If you, if you instead of having faith in the doubts, you have faith in the dream, then your dreams will come sooner. I believe. That's my belief. That's my empowering belief. So I had a lot of doubts in college. At my, you know, when I was 20, I, I, I went to University of Rochester, and it was, for me, a really tough school. I, I, I punched way harder than my weight in high school, and I got into this almost Ivy League school, and then I got there, and it was, like, really, really tough. Every class, for me, was really tough. And I had doubts that I was even ever going to graduate. Definitely freshman year, I had doubts. And so hashtag doubting the doubts. And and I even I will tell I majored in math and statistics and I had no idea what I was gonna do with that. And you know, I became an actuary. And and that was, you know, again, no coincidence, only synchronicity. But the point is you're gonna have doubts come up in any project, in your business, whatever you're doing. It's not going to be full faith all the time. And so I recommend doubting the doubt. You know, like think about ways that things could go right as opposed to way we're trained is what if what if it goes wrong? So there's another great book. I'm giving you a number of books, but another great book. I I read 50 to 70 a year. So uh, what if all goes right? Great book. What if all goes right? And it's just a reframing of every situation. And then, okay, I'm, I'm writing this book. I'm doing this podcast. What if after a year, it's got a million downloads? What if this just blows up my business and, you know, now I can, I'm finding great real estate deals because of this podcast? What if Dean Graciosi or Tony Robbins wants to come on my podcast? What if? What if all goes great? What if all goes great? So that is takes me right into the beliefs, right? It, the doubt, the doubt is the, the ability to have the beliefs, but control the beliefs, right? The doubts that are coming in, they could be mismanaged and, and pointed in wrong directions and that kind of type of thing. But one thing that you're fantastic at is helping folks understand 
their beliefs and how they then take those beliefs and then point them in the idea or the thoughts of when it comes to money and prosperity and wealth. Can you start going down that that road a little bit sure. as far as how you help folks who might be doubting whether or not life is abundant, the world is abundant, there's abundance of, of wealth to be had. All the lack that's out there, that's something that I know you speak to very well and help folks get beyond that 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 doubt into more of a belief when it comes to money, their money mindset. Yeah, thanks for that question, Randy, because rule number one in the nine money rules millionaires use is when you believe. So I tell my clients to write down the level of belief from one to 10, where 10 is absolute faith and one is massive doubt. And you can do it for anything. Do it for your current investments. Do it for your potential future investments. What's your level of belief that you're going to make a ton of money on this investment? And I tell my clients, if you're not a seven, eight, nine, or 10, don't go there because you're going to be selling when you should be buying and buying when you should be selling. But you can do it for affirmations. And this, I teach affirmations differently than others because some people say, just say, you know, I am financially free over and over and over again. And eventually you will be. And I say, well, what's happening is when you say this is you have resistance. You're creating resistance because your conscious mind is is conflicting with your subconscious mind and saying that's not true. So you can soften it. I'm on my way to becoming financially free. I allow myself to be financially free. And then if your belief level soars and you can you say this for a few months, you can ease the softness away. Now you start believing it. Maybe you have manifested some real dollars, some real financial abundance. And you can say, I am a money magnet and believe it in your heart that you're a money magnet. So that's really important to shift the limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs. You can do that uh, a couple of ways. One is by acting as if. Act as if what you want to happen has already happened. How can you do it? You can do it without even spending money. Right? You want that brand new blue convertible Maserati. Gran Turismo, convertible, you know, goes from zero to 60 in 3.6 seconds, semi-autonomous, and you could go test drive it. You could go check out online the cars that are in your in your neighborhood, you know, within a 50-mile radius that's uh, available. And you could actually bid on things without, you know, you could put stuff in your cart, as it were, without actually purchasing it. Um, I, I do window shopping in houses all the time. There's one of the most uh, highest priced towns in the universe on this earth is Greenwich, Connecticut. I live three minutes away. So I, I go house shopping every once in a while for houses that are 25 million and up. And just feeling the abundance. And having going from room to room and taking pictures and then making a vision board of those houses. It's reality in your subconscious that you're creating. So you can act as if many different ways. I did this before I went to Egypt last year, right? I I put I had the vision board for years. I had the pictures of the Sphinx and the pyramids. I had it as my screensaver on my computer as well. But I, then I went a step further in 2021. Starting in January, I did some research. How many frequent fly miles do I need to get there if I were to fly business class? 200,000. Okay, that's doable. Okay, 
what are the price of the hotels and where would I stay? And what time of year would I want to go to? What time of year would I want to go there? And so you can do all this acting as if you're about to go. You don't want to go in June. You probably want to go in January, February. It's a little hot in, in Cairo in June, 110. So, and then it may be a little bit busier. So maybe you want to go with a group. Hey, check out the different groups there. And so you can do all that acting as if the other thing to shift your beliefs is what I talked about in my TEDx. You know, the TEDx is called How to Create Money Miracles. And I give two specific secrets on how to create money miracles, but I also give a powerful reframe. So when you're feeling doubt or you're feeling worried about your money situation, I'm going to give you two things right now, one from my TEDx and one another way. So from my TEDx, stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here. Or you could use the other F word. That's okay. So that's the first method. The second method is you can watch a really powerful video I created called How to Ease Your Money Worries. And these techniques have been used by my clients. And I'll give it to you. Your view is absolutely free. If they text to the number 66866-PROSPERITY, all one word. So 66866-PROSPERITY, free video, How to Ease Your Money Worries. So those are two powerful methods to shift from limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs, uh, acting as if, actually I gave three, acting as if, you know, the, the Andy Dooley reframe, stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here, and then the video to watch, how to ease your money worries. Super powerful, which that is all, as you mentioned, in your nine money rules that millionaires use. So that was one. Can you give us another one of the rules, one of the top rules that you've used or that you use amongst with your clients that is really super impactful? So many. I, I think each yeah. of them have their own power. Right. Right. I get it. So let's talk about giving. Rule number six. And, you know, when I when I first told this to a client, when I was writing the book, they said to me, Joel, Explain how this works. You're telling me to give my money away. If I give my money away, I have less money, not more. How does it work? And so I explained to him that money is just energy. Money is just energy. Like the rest of every material thing is just energy. If you get down to it, it's just vibrating atoms, right? There's, it's a, there's a, a lot more space than there is material. But anyway, money is energy. And by putting it out into the world, it must flow back to you. And in my experience, it's flown back to me multiple times. And I'll just give you one example. When I wrote my first book, Mindful Money Management, it did become bestseller over the weekend. But after that, sales really fell off. We, we did a lot of uh, promotional things in, the, in before the first 48 hours and to get it to be bestseller. And then sales just plummeted. And there was barely any sales like for two weeks. And I just, I don't know why, but I just started, I, I think it was, I trace it back to Mike Dooley again. So Mike has a story about how when he wrote Infinite Possibilities, he was actually going to give a presentation in front of hundreds, if not thousand people. And he's in uh, Portland, Washington, uh, uh, Portland, Oregon. And he, uh, he walked by a woman who was 
clearly homeless. And and she had her head down, very gray hair, reading a book. And he asked his driver to go back to like he had walked by this woman and the driver was picking up down the block. And he, he asked the driver to go back to the hotel room to get a book so he could give it to her. And so he gave her this book. Um, he asked her, he obviously made sure that, you know, she was reading a book. So he knew she want, wanted to uh, like to read. But um, so that the idea came to me to give the book away. Uh, because of that story. And so I, at the time in, in 2018, I would, I was into Manhattan three, four times a week. So I, I brought a couple of books every time I went and I would just give them away. And a funny thing happened within eight weeks, sales skyrocketed. And, and it was just amazing, you know, the correlation between the giving and the, and I didn't do it because I wanted sales to improve. I did it because I wanted people to get the benefit from what I've written. And I felt like no one was getting the benefit of all this wisdom that I had accumulated over the 20 plus years of my of my career. And I'm like, let's just give it away. You're, you're trying to help people this way anyway. So that's why I think so giving Sir John Templeton, you may know Sir John. He's considered by some the best investor of all time. He started the Templeton funds with a few thousand dollars in the 1950s. And he sold the Templeton funds to the Franklin fund, Franklin mutual funds for almost $1 billion in the 1990s. And he said he hadn't met anybody who hadn't given at least 10% of his earnings each year over a 10 year period, who didn't have massively more wealth at the end of the 10 years than at the beginning. Super powerful story. Yeah. The idea of, of being generous upfront with, it might be the last dollars or or energy i mean it can be anything right now as you mentioned you know everything is just energy but to have that and be willing to give it away without with any really consequences of thinking that you need to get anything in return right that's what starts the process of, of receiving and yes. i've had conversations with, with folks and i'm i'll be the first to admit i used to have that limiting belief myself thinking i needed to hoard on to hang on to Whatever you know, you whatever you want to put out there is, is whether it's money, whether it's energy, whether it's uh, time, it can be anything. But as I've continued to try to give, as and that's what I'm hearing you say, things will continue to come back to you or to me or to us in much more infinite ways than what we can even imagine as we're as we're going through the process of giving. Absolutely. And I, in, in Infinite Love and Money, Molly Singh and I created seven money personality types. And the acronym to remember is Sugar Pie. Sugar Pie. So there's seven money personality types. S is for splurgers. A for the accumulators. Uh, sorry, U is for the unconscious ones. G is for the greedy ones. A is for accumulators. The P is for protectionists. I is for investors. And E is for the egotists. And the accumulators are protectors, like people think, oh, saving, good. But if you're hoarding, accumulating and protecting your money, then there's no flow. And, and that's not good, right? So the protectionist needs to learn how to be an S, be more of a splurger. Of course, a splurger needs to learn how to be more of a protectionist. But the point being, in the book, we talk about how to shift these attributes and you know, we we actually 
you know, the names are provocative, obviously. Not everyone's just all one thing. And when you do the survey in the book, you'll see that you're not 100% a splurge or 100% an investor. You're just gradations. But we also recommend to do it every three or six months because you're going to change. Especially if you read the book, you're, you're shifting your habits and you're going to change. But the other thing to know is that you're a different money personality type in different situations. And, you know, I'm, I'm a splurger when I'm with my daughters. And if I'm alone, I'm more of a protectionist. So knowing how you act will also get you just more self-aware of how you can adjust and maybe not be so much of a splurger with your kids and maybe, you know, teach them more about the importance of, of being more of an investor. And so I've done that with them. And, and so they, by the way, my Lorna Morgan, they're great stock pickers. In 2009, I asked them to give me three letters. And I talk about this in the nine money rules millionaires use. I asked them to give me three letters and I, I, so just between us, Randy, I actually invested a little bit in those companies when I was a hedge fund manager at City, and they both went up 100%. Wow. They're better than my portfolio in 2009. I was only <laughs> 25. If I had put all of my investments in those two stocks, we would have been up 100%. That's awesome. That's, yeah, you had never shared that with me. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll keep that between you and me. We won't, we won't <laughs> share that with anybody, right? That's awesome. Just the other million viewers. Yeah, there you go. That's the plan. Share it as, as far and wide as we can. So I know that also in your prosperity coaching, that helping people fight with those beliefs, fight with those ideas, uh, all of the things that we've talked about so far is exactly what you help folks do. So if anybody is helping or having um, some of the thoughts and the ideas and the doubts that are creeping in their mind, I know you've, and I don't know exactly what the number is, but you talk about it readily about how you've helped your clients manifest, generate X amount of dollars, and I'll let you fill in the blank of what X is, but how you've taken people with these doubts, with these beliefs, shifted their mindsets, shifted their actions and their energy and all that to then begin to be prosperous in their own walk of life, whatever they end up doing. Can you talk a little bit about that and as far yeah, as like no. how you tell people? Thank you so much for the question, Randy. Appreciate it. So... Yes, the one-on-one -on -one coaching, this new fast track prosperity coaching program is is brand new. So it's I, I call it the beta version. But even in this, we have the example I mentioned earlier of that that woman who who went through the beta program and tripled her her revenues. She's on track to triple her revenues. And but besides that, I I have been coaching people for a number of years now, and my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients are up to three point one million dollars. Man, money manifested. Say that, and hey, say that one more time. I just want to make three, sure everybody heard that. Three million one hundred thousand dollars they they manifested, and my money miracles membership members, which started about eighteen months ago. This is not one on one coaching. This is a group where I I go. They have they have seven hours worth of videos they watch. We have guest experts in the in the membership who have recorded videos. They have an accountability partner. They have a reward system where they could win three months of free coaching with me. And we have a private Facebook group. 
and they've manifested $1,350,000 so far. Wow. It's just, and if you, and I can tell you some of the stories, but I will tell you every single one of those dollars I couldn't have predicted. Like, it's not like, oh, you're, you're an entrepreneur and you've been working on this client for three weeks. It's somebody came out of the blue who, who was, you know, watched Randy Wilson's podcast and heard about you and just signed up and he didn't even talk to you. He just signed up. I mean, that's the kind of thing that happens uh, in my membership. Um, the biggest, I'll just tell you the, the largest number. So a guy joined my membership last August. He was laid off from his company. He was trying to decide if he should start his own company or go back to the corporate world. And in September, he started coming to the Q&As, which at the time were two times a month. Now they're weekly. He started going through the videos that I had recorded. He happened to be in New York for a week. Uh, he lives in Texas. And we met for a coffee for an hour. And the next week, and again, I don't believe in coincidences, only synchronicities. The next week, he gets a call and an email from a lawyer. And the lawyer says, uh, please call me back. He called, like, no, he didn't respond to the email, but when he got the call, he called him back. And he said, are you Frank? Did you work at XYZ Company 25 years ago? Frank said, yes. And he said, well, we got some good news. The company was acquired for cash, the public company. And your stock options have vested. And he said, I had stock options? He said, yeah, you have stock options. And we want to send you a check for $322,000. Wow. <laughs> Talk about an unexpected thing, huh? You can't make this stuff no. up. You just can't. And I have, like, I have another 40 stories just like that. They're smaller numbers, you know, $1,000 up to $200,000. But... Everyone is kind of like, what? But when you ship people's energy around money and open it up to receiving and allowing, we're all, as you said earlier, there's so much abundance and prosperity on this earth, right? There was $1 trillion of net worth on the earth 120 years ago. Now it's 450 trillion, 450 times. And I can't even conceive of that number. It's so much abundance. There's 8 billion people on the planet. There's $450 trillion of net worth. It's just mind boggling. So it, you know, you think about the amount of um, energy that the sun produces each like that, that we're not capturing. It's enough to power the whole earth for a year. The amount of blades of grass, the amount of drops of water in the ocean. The amount of heartbeats you beat throughout the year, the amount of breaths you take. I mean, there's abundance and prosperity everywhere. And and we're living in an abundant, prosperous universe, and yet we think limited. We think scarcity, because that's what we're taught the first few six, seven, eight years of our life. And I don't know if you know this, Randy, but during those years, we don't question we don't, we don't have a subconscious mind that questions when somebody tells us that's too expensive. You can't afford that. Money doesn't grow on trees. You can't be spiritual and rich. That's told to us, and then it just becomes a truth. It's not even a belief. 
And so those beliefs need to change. And so I help people change those beliefs, shift the energy and create real financial abundance in, you know, in quickly. So that that's what's really gratifying when people go from like a guy who like the auto mechanic who manifested two million dollars with me coaching one on one over the last few years. And he came to me with all these limiting beliefs and like he was living in so much scarcity that when he'd go to a restaurant, he would fill up all the cups with Coke right before they were to leave because, it would, you know, the restaurant had free refills and then ask the waiter for to-go cups for his, for his whole family. So he'd take home five to-go Cokes that he could then drink for the next couple of days. That's scarcity and lack mentality or scraping the, the, I'm not about wasting food, but scraping the food off of like, he'll go, he would go out for lunch or dinner with other people and then ask if they were done with their meal and take their little bits of their meal and put it on his plate and then take it to go. So those kind of, you know, I, and I grew up that way too. Look, I, you know, I was taught, you know, my dad used to scream at me if I left the light on in my room, Joel, we're not a shareholder of Long Island Lighting Company. Shut that light off. And that's how I grew up. So I know that you can shift. And, you know, I'm a prime example. My clients are prime examples of how you can shift these limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs fairly quickly by just using these techniques and using affirmations, you know, act, acting as if stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here, you know, all the and the other techniques from how to ease money worries. And you can shift and create real abundance quickly. How much of it is awareness? Meaning when we're in those, and I'm, I'm almost speaking for myself. So it's like, this will be a little coaching session. You can help me, right? Just that, you know what I mean? Kind of throw this on you. So the idea of like, you have a limiting belief. And so you have you were talking about the activities that this gentleman was doing with the Cokes and with the food and that kind of thing. When you're in that, when you're doing that, sometimes you don't even realize that it's, it's happening, right? You're on autopilot. How much of it is almost just awareness, like a spotlight being shown on it through a coach, through someone like yourself that can then help a person realize that it's taking place, but then obviously then start to begin taking different actions. Would you, would you agree yeah. with that, that idea? Absolutely. Absolutely, Randy. So like having self-awareness is critical. And what I have my clients do is write down their actions throughout the day. Hmm. So I, I will tell you openly that I still have to catch myself from turning off the light right here in my office before I go down for lunch, which is going to be 15 minutes and I'm coming right back up. I'm not saving it. It's just, it's just like a thought. It's a lack thought. It's a scarcity thought. So what actions are you taking throughout the day that are emanating lack, scarcity, worry, fear, as opposed to abundance and prosperity? And, you know, last year when oil prices were through the roof in the U.S., I literally had a client tell me that they were filling up once a day. Wow. Ten dollars. You know, maybe it was two gallons and then go back the next day because 
their scarcity and lack mentality. And and so like, I, and then another example is, so writing down all your actions throughout the day really is helpful, but having a coach to coach you through and become more self-aware of what you're doing that's not serving you is also essential. I had a client who told me that his dad taught him that whenever he brushed his teeth in the morning at night to get a wooden board and push it forward so that he wouldn't miss out on any little bit of the toothpaste in the toothpaste tube. I'm like, dude, like, I mean, he was making a lot of money and he still had this and it, and it was, he was making a lot of money, but part of his mindset was of lack and scarcity and worry. So he wasn't retaining it too well when you're vibrating that. And so he was still doing this as a 55 year old man from a habit that was taught him from his dad, you know, when he was like three or four or five. And he didn't even realize that, like, he's like, that's not normal. That's, that's scary. What are you talking about? I'm just like making sure I get all, I'm like, dude, like it's a, it's a focus on saving a dollar. What are you saving? 20 cents? Like what, why are you doing that to, get that last little bit out. What's where, what is the mindset behind that? What's the purpose? And, and so understanding your, the actions you're taking are either coming from lack or prosperity, worry and fear or belief and faith that the universe is abundant and prosperous and, and willing to provide for you. I, I tell my clients, you take a baby step, the universe has a hundred mile an hour wind pushing you forward. Take some baby steps. That's a great visual. I like that. Baby steps, 100 mile an hour wind right behind you. That's great. I love that. So I definitely want to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit more about your TEDx talk. I know that was a huge accomplishment for yourself. I know that was something that you basically manifested for yourself. You stepped in with faith, right? Had the idea, fearful of speaking, all of those things. And then the next thing you know, this opportunity presents itself. And the next thing you know, then it's live. And then all of, you know what I mean? All of that kind of goes. I just want to hear, we haven't actually spoke, I don't think since it actually has become live. So I'm actually on asking for myself, right? I really want to hear from you uh, how that journey has been and kind of what you've gotten from it. Uh, just any bit about the, you know, the TEDx experience, so to speak. Yeah. So the talk is called How to Create Money Miracles. And so the journey was, as I mentioned, there were three infinite possibilities trainers who told me I should get up on stage. And reluctantly, I said, okay, I'll apply to these different places. And I applied, uh, I, I talked to a few different programs and the Taylor Conroy program was uh, by far uh, the, the best in terms of the number of people he had already gotten up on stage. I think he's up to over 500 people now. So I went through his course, his training, and I loved it because he teaches what I teach. He teaches mindset and process. So the first video was a meditation. And I'm like, I love this guy already. And the second video was a visualization. And the third was to write down what you, how you see yourself getting up on stage and then what's gonna happen post the event. And that's what I teach too. you know, think about like post visualize post the manifestation. And so we were very much in alignment. He has a great process for the speech on how to write the speech, the arc of the speech. And then also he has a very 
good process on the how to actually apply. He has a in his program he updates all the venues every week, and there's hundreds of venues around the globe, and there's there's constraints, right? It's language, like do they is it in English or French or Spanish or Chinese? Is it um, what's the theme? Where is it located? You know, can I fly there? Is it a, is it for children or not? I mean, all these different things. You and then you can filter it out, and and so I applied to 37 different venues. I got approved at two, and one of them uh, I went to Hawaii for. It it didn't actually work out. The second one was uh, recorded in a studio uh, on Long Island, and and so the the inside baseball of it was I literally found out like I, I basically I sent it to uh, the Cole Park people in March. I waited two or three weeks and said, hey, just want to get a status update. Have you sent it in to the TEDx people yet? Uh, what you know, like, is there anything else you need from me? And the woman responded with, with an email saying it's live. <laughs> What? what? It's wow. like I had all these steps planned out. I had the, you know, I had my key people that were going to help me through the process. And I just, I got a little frantic. I didn't let go right away. I was white knuckling a bit the first couple of days. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But it, so where we are is it's been out for just a few weeks. And, you know, the idea is this talk has two powerful techniques to shift people's mindset around money. And they can do these two techniques and move towards financial freedom. That was the goal, right? And so you don't need anything else. It's not gonna happen. You watch the 11 minutes and you're like, okay, I'm financially free, but it's it's a process. And just like anything, just like me getting up on stage, I had to give a hundred speeches at Toastmasters back in 27 and tw 2017 and 2018. I spoke at Rotary Clubs and Lions Clubs and Chambers of Commerce and so on to get practice. And I practiced my TEDx at least 100 times, probably about, you know, call it, you know, 30 hours worth of practice before it went live, before I recorded it. And so the point is, I'm giving you practices to do. Don't do them once. Make it a practice and do it. Make it part a habit. And once you make it a habit, you'll see changes over months, right? You'll feel differently about your situation. You'll feel better when you actually do these habits. I know I have a two-hour morning routine that includes these habits that I teach in the TEDx. So I'd highly recommend watching it and putting these things into place. That's fantastic. I'm Yeah. Super proud of you, man, for getting that done. I, that was something over these last 12 months we've been talking about and for it to actually come to fruition and actually happen. That's super exciting. Uh, as your friend, I'm excited, I'm excited for you. So congratulations on getting that Thank done. You. Thank you. So I know the listener right now is sitting there, okay, yeah, this whole money mindset, I've got some of these doubts and these beliefs that are running on in my mind. And Joel's like hitting me in all the right places as far as trying to help me think through some of those, these processes, these practices. Where is the best place if someone's like, all right, I need to get lock arms with Joel and figure out how I can move through some of, of my own limiting beliefs. 
Where's the best place for people to contact you, Joel, and get to, yes. get to know you a little bit better? Thank you, Randy. So my website, you know, again, the company name is Salor Moore. So it's S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. And I do give 30 minutes free. So if somebody wants to jump on a call for 30 minutes and just like get some free coaching, that's great. Uh, also, you can like... Like we mentioned, the if you if you uh, text to six six eight six six prosperity, you'll get that uh, how to ease your money worries video. You'll also get obviously on my email list, and I put out a weekly video every single week with a money tip. I also highlight members of my network. I also give a book highlight now. So there's a lot of free stuff in the weekly. Uh, but you know, so the first step is to to go to solomore.com, um, sign up for the weekly, you know, get, you know, if you want to get the free coaching, that'd be awesome. Love to help more people just with that. And that's the whole idea, right? Keep giving back, just keep giving and giving and giving. And that's exactly what you do, Joel. Every, every week I I'm, I'm on your list currently. I receive your email. I see your videos, folks. The content is powerful, super powerful. Even the free content that he produces is fantastic. It really helps shift your ideas, shift your beliefs in a way that you might not even be realizing are really going on. It kind of triggers some different thoughts in your own mind. That awareness that we discussed here just a few minutes ago, it is really super powerful. So I suggest you go out there, find Joel on the socials. He's all over the place. We'll make sure we have all the, the links and everything in the comments. Um, reach out to me. If you can't find something, reach out to me and I'll definitely point you in the right direction as well. So Joel, I appreciate your time today, my friend. Uh, this has been a fantastic conversation. I know it's going to be super powerful uh, to the listeners out there. I just really appreciate your time. And hopefully we have a chance. Maybe we'll get a chance to come back and have another conversation. would love to do it again. Thanks so much for having me, Randy. I, I do really appreciate you. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, listeners, I'm really grateful for you. I appreciate you taking your time here to be with Joel and I. Uh, hopefully this uh, message has been super valuable to you. Uh, please feel free to share it with as many people as you possibly can. Anybody that can work through these limiting beliefs, these doubts, these fears, uh, it, it's just going to help everybody. So as we get better, we'll be able to help more people. And I encourage you to share this with as many people as you can. And uh, let's get the message out there. So go out there, make it a great day. Have a fantastic day and a fantastic week. Until the next episode, bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. 